Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business show. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking about you and your business. Always love having you on the program, Hassan Parsavan. He is a longtime regular here on the Price of Business show. He brings really so much insight into what's going on in the uh, and, and really in, in the world of the law, and particularly as law pertains to business and labor issues in particular, employment issues in particular. In fact, that really is his focus. has a really unique uh, background with his undergraduate degree being in human resources, and so he's been very connected to uh, the employment issue, uh, even, as, even starting in his undergraduate years, and uh, his practice really focuses on that. And in that front, we're going to talk about several laws that really should catch people's attention, I think some of which would raise eyebrows. And as a reminder to everyone that has an attorney, that uh, it's a, it always makes sense to consult your attorney at least once a year to say to find out what's, what changes have happened law-wise that can affect you and your business. This is a great example of that, isn't it, Hassan? Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt, and you know we've we've got a lot of uh, you know the law the law obviously is always uh, you know evolving and uh, and uh, as as we've discussed I think time and time again in the times I've been on the the show you know it, uh, the law is is a product of uh, of political changes uh, as well and you know obviously the politics uh, of a given period uh, can can leave their leave their imprint uh, on the law. And so, uh, so you know, to kind of go into 2024, uh, you know, I'm I'm looking at uh, you know an article uh, about about some employment law changes, and I and I I want to kind of talk about them uh, as 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 changes, but also to kind of note, uh, I think a lot of listeners will be shocked that, for example, there there aren't laws covering covering various aspects, and and that's because. Uh, the default rule in in labor and employment law is is, is, is in a nutshell if, if a law doesn't exist to you know to protect you for uh, taking an action then uh, you know then you know you're an employee at will and you can be terminated for taking that action and my my favorite example to give uh, of that is is that obviously the vast majority of companies in this world and the vast majority of bosses. Uh, give bereavement leave, you know, have, have an understanding that, you know, employees need to have some level of bereavement leave. Now, sometimes it's paid, sometimes it's unpaid, but, but bereavement leave is, is given. But, but legally in, in the, in, I believe the vast majority of states at the very least in Texas, I'm not aware of any, any law that actually entitles an employee to bereavement leave as a matter of law. So, so theoretically, you know, if you said, hey, you know, my, uh, just to make the situation not so outrageous, my cousin passed away and I need to attend the funeral, you know, the employer, uh, the employer could say, well, if you do that, you know, you're, you're going to be fired. And so, um, so the, the, the first California law that we're going to talk about is in kind of in that vein of, you know, a situation where you would think an employer would grant you leave but there wasn't a law written. So they created a law for uh, reproductive loss leave, uh, effective January 1st, 2024. 
uh, will require certain employers to allow employees to take limited leave for uh, reproductive loss following a, a reproductive loss event, uh, such as a you know miscarriage, I would assume. So yeah. Um, so so again, you know, you, you would think, hey, definitively there'd be a law that would cover that. Just kind of as a layman, California has actually written that into the code. Um, the next law, uh, and we've talked about this trend a lot. Um, is regarding non-compete agreements. And California is saying effective January 1st, 2024, non-compete agreements in California are unenforceable regardless of where and when the contract <laughs> is signed. And, um, and by, by Valentine's Day in 2024, state law will require employers to give notice to current employees and former employees meeting certain qualifications, that their non-compete agreements are void. So, and I understand we've got a lot to cover, and we may have to do a two-part series because there's a lot here, and much of it is comment-worthy, and this is an example of that. Um, you know, this is how you uh, chase businesses out of a state, <laughs> frankly, in my opinion. Um, I think that, that, you know, you and I have talked about it a lot, and I think, uh, you know, we've both been in general agree agreement that there can be a case for reasonable um, agreements like this. And uh, unfortunately, this throw the baby out with the bathwater type of thing is among the things that makes California seem as just an impossible place to do business. Yeah, no, I mean, there are there are some fundamental protections, you know, beyond the non-compete. Like, for example, uh, federal law has has the Defend Trade Secrets Act. So, for example, if, you know, somebody took, you know, your customer list and took it to a competitor, you know, the federal law. So I've, I'm currently involved in a lawsuit where, uh, you know, the, the opposing party uh, did not sign a non-compete, but we're pursuing them for, for trade secret theft, for for taking our taking our customers. So I mean, there's a, there's there's ways there's ways around it. And and you're right. You know, like Maryland, for example, um, you know, has taken a little bit of a different position. And uh, I, I don't know what their their income threshold is based on this article, but um, but their their non compete salary threshold is tied to their minimum wage. And because they increased their minimum wage now uh, to, to $15 an hour, now certain employees are, are no longer uh, within the non-compete, uh, you know, salary threshold. And that, that's been kind of definitely the more common approach is to, uh, I, I believe we had talked about either Washington or Oregon, I can't remember which one in a prior episode. Um, you know, that's definitely the much more common approach. Is is to set a relatively high salary threshold and to say, hey, you know, you're so important that you get paid this amount of money, you can have a non-compete. But if you're so unimportant that uh, that you know you're not paid this amount of money, well, well, then yeah, no, no non-compete for you. <laughs> that's interesting. That and and. You know, and I think that's something you and I have consistently seemed to land on on the same spot is that uh, there's there's this third way that neither extreme likes. You know, you've got you've got parties that want to make it impossible, uh, you know, for for a, a company to 
uh, for an individual to sign because they'll be economically ruined if they sign it, you know, because the non-compete is so ridiculous. And then you've got, uh, you know, this other extreme where some protections are required. So it's a very interesting topic. I, I, I had to chime in. And like most things you and I talk about, there is no simple solution. Uh, but it does help, I think, to bring some nuance into this, so, uh, which I think we both work hard to do. Okay, your next one. So, uh, you know, uh, two of the laws involved, uh, you know, cannabis use in states where cannabis is, uh, you know, legal. So beginning January 1st, 2024, in the state of Washington, uh, the law will not allow employers to discriminate against the person uh, in their initial hiring uh, as a result of their use of cannabis away from the workplace. Interesting. And that, does, that even that even includes people that deal with electrical saws, for example. Yeah, I mean, yeah. is there exceptions to that? Yeah, yeah. There, and I don't know. Uh, the the summary doesn't have it, but it does say except for certain positions. So I don't know. Right. I don't know. But I I would assume that they have they have a they have a pretty robust list of positions. But but I'm not I'm not sure. You know, and I'm you know like as as we've talked about you know. Whenever you write any law, right, you know, you have a lot of, you have a lot of potential issues, and, and the more specific you get, sometimes it's like, well, why didn't you include this? Why didn't you include that? Um, yeah. You know, that's, that's a common, a common uh, you know, issue. Um, so a lot of the other laws that I'm looking at are, are about, you know, sick leave and, and, and kind of either leave expansions for, you know, for example, Illinois has a family member death due to a crime of violence leave. And, uh, and another one actually is organ donation leave. Uh, uh, so, and, and it's limited paid leave uh, to serve as an organ donor, which, I mean, makes sense. You know, you want to encourage organ donation and, and uh, you know, and decrease the burden uh, mm-hmm. of it. Um, yeah, but, I think that makes a lot of sense. But but now the employer has to pay for it, right? You know, when in the rare instance that that, that happens, right? Uh, so. Yeah, yeah. That that can be problematic, right? That's one of those things. And a lot of this, you know, like you pointed out, a little nuance in terms of my my response uh, to the non compete. You know, but there is options. But the the general businessman isn't familiar with these options. They're not familiar with the exceptions. They're just looking at hurdles from, you know, doing business. And, uh, you know, this is why there's, I think, pretty much a default reaction by most people, uh, including the untold numbers of businesses that have left California, that California is just not business friendly. And I'm using it as an example, but you know what I mean. No, no, yeah. I mean, I think I think the biggest problem with California, you know, in all honesty, is just the the taxes and 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 the the combination of the taxes and the cost of living, uh, you know. And then, uh, and I would agree with you. I mean, I think I I think that over regulation is 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 also a a factor. I mean, I I look at the California employment laws, and as you know, I'm in I'm an employee side lawyer. Uh, you know, obviously one who, who, who lives in Texas, but, but I mean, uh, it, to me, it, it, it seems almost impossible for a mom, mom, pop business to comply. It's like, 
it's like what you know if if i were fielding clients in california i think the question would not be whether there was a violation it it's how much how much legwork would i have to do to find you know uh, like 10 of them right <laughs> you know yeah so i'm assuming that that employment law is pretty popular among lawyers in california Oh, employment law, yeah, no, plaintiffs, plaintiffs lawyers in California, both because the juries uh, are are more liberal, uh, you know, as well, and uh, because the law is, is is very, very, you know, liberal. Uh, employment law in California is a is a it, you know is 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 a potentially uh, lucrative profession. You you might cause me to move just thinking about it. Yeah, since you have a lot of competition. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's so, fascinating. Yeah, your quote. Your quote. Uh, we might uh, use that in that when we uh, was promoted on social media. That I, you know, I, I, I don't know even how a small business or a mom and pop business can even survive in California with this environment. That's an interesting quote coming from someone in your field. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean that that'll get people's attention. Well, I mean, you know, I so do. I have actually, uh, I had a I had a class action case uh, that I pursued for for many years, seven or eight years, and and I had uh, roughly let's say like thirty employees in California um, who who I represented, and so that's kind of my my exposure to the California law was based on pursuing those claims, and and I looked at various other overtime lawsuits that uh, other individuals had brought to form my allegations you know other under other other individuals who you know were were settling cases for 30 or 40 or 50 million you know dollars and so um so so you know but i looking at all of that it was i just felt like it's it's difficult to to be in compliance and and also just looking at labor and employment law in general, I whenever you know you see an update, inevitably there are like more updates in California law than any other law. So it's yeah. it's kind of like death by a million cuts. You know, you see you, you see all these updates and even as a lawyer I think it would be hard hard to keep up. Not to mention yeah. as you know, let's say like a small business owner uh trying to you know, run a restaurant or something to that effect. Well, you and I always have so much fun. In fact, you're one of my favorite people to talk to just from the uh, enjoy the conversation. But we're already going over, and I think you got like half a dozen done. <laughs> so I need you to start wrapping it up. Uh, uh, you know, kind of give us a panoramic overview of all the remaining ones with no detail, and uh, maybe uh, real quickly a couple of highlight ones in, in particular. I think you – really raised some hot button ones in, in this conversation uh, just to wrap it up. Yeah. So, I mean, in, in general, you know, you, what, what I see kind of in the yearly updates to the law is that there, there are, there are increases in kind of minute whistleblower statutes that cover very, very specific circumstances. Like Oregon has a discrimination for re refusal to explode expose employees to hazardous conditions. And then the the biggest trend though looking at all of these is various sick leave expansions. You know, that's that's the that's the biggest trend. 
uh, you know, uh, among all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, very interesting. And this is, you know, something you know, I said earlier in this, we could probably do a multi-part series, um, and most of it would be about California. <laughs> <laughs> no question about it. Final thoughts as we wrap it up. And, and by the way, give your website, the best place for people to go to get more information about you and your firm. Sure, it's uh, parsfirm.com, P as in Patrick, A-R-Z as in Zebra, F-I-R-M uh, com. And, yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess, you know, the, the major points are, number one, employment law is evolving. And, and because there isn't necessarily like a, a, a law that says, hey, employers have to follow common sense or something to that effect, you see a lot of these, you know, kind of more minute, statutes come into play like we're talking about with like reproductive loss leave or family member death due to a crime of violence or organ donation right because there there has to be a law uh, on the book uh, or you know a, a legislature has determined hey this is a big enough issue that we need to have a law on the book yeah no question about it always love having you on the program Hassan Parsavan, he is a long-time regular on the show, a personal favorite, and a listener favorite here on the nationally syndicated Price of Business show.